Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. You can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballandro. Hi, I'm Eric. Eric's my husband. That's right. And thanks for saying we're, that. We're married. That's Whoa. what made you my husband. That's really nice of you to do that to me. <laughs> this is our podcast where we talk about nothing and everything that's going on in our lives. That sounds really fun to me. And um, we don't have relaxing lives, so we like to relax here with you guys. So first things first, lovey. Okay. Before we get into the crazy week that we've had, there's major surgery happening here. There's mm-hmm. a birthday. Lots of stuff happened the last week. So much. I'm shocked you're here, first of all. I know. I didn't I think like- I would be able, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. I might be a little bit muted this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's not that it hurts so much to talk. It's just that I'm on painkillers and it's a little bit uncomfortable. So we'll get into that in a minute. Sure. But first let's talk about who needs to relax. Should I go first? I feel like I always make you go first. Yeah, why don't you? All right, lovey. Oh, gosh. I don't know if we've done this one. We've done so many episodes. I don't know what I've said and what I haven't. But who I think needs to relax is Starbucks. Okay. We drove through Starbucks today. We did. And it was ridiculous to me. And it always is ridiculous to me that when we drive through Starbucks, at least in Los Angeles, I don't know about the rest of the world, it takes forever. Like, and I was like, we're here for 20 minutes to get a coffee that you can make at home for a few cents for $4. Uh-huh. And that's ridiculous. Why? What is it about Starbucks that makes us all do it? Like, I do it. It's I not, go. It's certainly not the best coffee. You it is get. not. It is not even. It's um, actually not good. But maybe it's the no most. No offense, Starbucks, please sponsor if us. You, if you don't want to make it at home, uh, and it's better than the coffee you can make at home for me, I feel. And it's. I think it's its convenience because they are is that literally, convenient? they're literally everywhere. You're talking specifically about the drive-through experience, which I well, think is like a new in. thing to Starbucks. Even going in, I feel like it takes a Do long time. Do you have time. the app? Like, because you can just order it. Sometimes you can't. To go from the app. And Today then if I you are patient enough to wait for your time, you just walk in, grab it, and walk out. I'm telling Very you, convenient. Today, I was at CVS picking up one of my billions of prescriptions I have to take as a You do have lady. a lot of those. Um. And there's a Starbucks next door. And I was like, oh, I'm going to order me a Starbucks. And it's like, not available at this location. Really? Yes. It was very frustrating. Then what, you had to be a human and walk in and stand in line and buy coffee? Yeah. I get that. Nowadays, I was in line twice today for Starbucks. And I also feel like this. Starbucks, I'd say 80% of the time, the coffee beans are burnt. Like, yeah, I think they're infamous for that. 80% of like, you go to Starbucks every day hoping for that one time where it's going to be glorious. But 80% of the time, you're like, this is disgusting. And then every once in a while, you get when you're like, ah. I don't know that I can tell the difference so much. Really? I guess you just need cold brew. I just need coffee. I feel like I could drink like the grossest, like 
hotel room, make it yourself with tap water coffee. And like, and I would be satisfied for the need that I have from coffee. Like Mm -hmm. it it would do it for me. But like, as far as like a drive-through experience, like for you, like your your favorite fast food is in and out and you will wait an hour in line for that. Not worth it, but I do it. I'm not fighting for that. I think it's ridiculous. And that, but also that's a meal. That so we're talking meal? about fast food and a drive-through, and still it's it's still inconvenient for you somehow. Yeah, but well, okay. it's not fast. First of all, In and Out is notorious for being too, so slow; it's annoying. But I don't like that there. You have to wait really long at a drive-through for a coffee. Like you're, we're not even getting a meal. Mm-hmm. You're just getting a drink. Mm-hmm. Like that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Well, like I think what, so maybe who doesn't who needs because to relax? it's so convenient. Like so many people want that but it isn't convenient it's my point my point is that it's not convenient i'm gonna there's always a line yes it's never really that good it always takes a long time so so what who needs to relax actually isn't starbucks starbucks is actually genius because they figured out how to like dupe everyone into thinking it's convenient delicious coffee when it's actually inconvenient not very good coffee and it's really expensive so actually who needs to relax is all of us the people that that just go buy Starbucks all the time. The, the patrons of Starbucks, yeah. It's. I'm just saying. Support your local coffee shops, I guess, is the message here you're trying to get across. Not really, but we can pretend it was that. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I, we were in line for a long time for coffee today, and I was like, this we were. is... Or donk donk Maybe, really is it not you. like that anywhere else? I don't know. Maybe that's just an L.A. thing, that the... like. Starbucks drive through line is like no, 20 minutes long. In your parents' hometown, I will go to their Starbucks drive through and it, it takes just as long, if not longer. Yeah, so I don't know what that's about. Anyway. It's, pop, it's popular. Am I being too negative? I don't know. People Let's like move it. on to your relax. No, that's I don't okay. want people to be. That's okay. Starbucks is going to cancel me. that upset you. It doesn't upset me. I'm Starbucks just is a very like... powerful uh, corporation, so. Okay, also here's the difference. Okay, might here's the thing. In and out. Put a out on you. In and out. Yes, I might wait 30 minutes in the drive through line, but it is delicious. It's not worth it to me. Every time it is delicious. No, it's not true. Every, not every time. Oh, yeah, it is. I've had bad No, you haven't. I have. Well, that's because you wait You wait till your food is cold to eat it. When you eat a fresh pipe and hot. You eat it while I'm driving. Delicious. Starbucks, 80% of the time, not good. So it's not, you know, see what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of reasons why. It's not worth it. To it's sit always in the tastes the same. It's always tastes the same. It's very specific. No, it doesn't. To me, it does. For what I order, it does. And it always tastes the same. Very specific, and it's like it becomes like um, it's habitual. It's habit forming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true. how I feel about Starbucks. Okay, that's fair. Um, it Don't should have a warning me. that it's like you know habit forming. It's not non-habit forming. Okay, so who needs to relax for you? I feel like we should move on because you're not agreeing with me. And no, I'm I am. Just I'm on like your, a I'm, I'll always be on your side. Love, I'll no, always. you don't have to be on my side. It's okay. I hear what you're saying. We'll, we won't go to Starbucks anymore. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, I feel like we'll drink less coffee. Maybe that'll be a good thing. I don't really drink coffee. So. No, I don't even know why you don't drink coffee. And if you do get Starbucks, you take two sips and then you just leave it That's on true. the counter for yeah, weeks totally. at That's a time. what I'm saying. It's like not worth it. <laughs> it's mostly just a science experiment for you. Okay. Uh, who I need, uh, think needs to relax. Uh, it's kind of specific this week, um, but there are in milk containers that are cartons. I've noticed these things. In um, the squeezable sour cream that we buy, I've noticed these things. There is like a safety seal that is kind of like a white clog and then has a ring. I hate those. And I I have a problem with whoever invented and patented this technology and then somehow sold it off to Big Milk 
and big sour cream that like the way that we should can pre- better preserve your products is with a white plug with a ring and we have the consumer pull this out. Mm-hmm. I have never done this once without getting sprayed with whatever substance is in these containers. Really? Yeah. Every time I pull it out of the milk, I spill milk or it gets on me. Every time I do it with the sour cream is, is wild. I've never It'll got shoot a, out everywhere. I was going to say, like, I don't like those things. I think it's really annoying. Like every time Why? I open it up and I'm like, oh, you know what? You know what I don't like? Well, we'll continue this. Then we'll move on. To- <laughs> no, this is a hot topic. I know there's a lot to say. So I've never been sprayed by anything. Like you just really? take it off. I don't know. What? what? Are you squeezing the no, bottle? There's no, there's no the way. Milk? There's no way to with enough force take these things out without causing like residual. But there is a way because I've, I've never gotten it on myself. I don't, I don't think I have to watch your technique. Maybe there's some sort of technique that I don't know. But what I was going to say is I don't like I know these are all just for like to keep our stuff fresh. But like, I don't like the the ones that are on like mayo or mustard. Oh, the, like the, the like silver the little, thing with like the little tiny square. Oh, get out like of who here! Who can reach that? <laughs> who has the small enough hands to get that little square get it off, to peel it like, off? Oh, I don't like or those. I had um, since I could only eat like soft foods. Mm-hmm. I ha- I've been eating a lot of our child's food mm-hmm. this week, and like the the tin foil tops to like a pudding or an applesauce yeah, gross and you peel me. it off and it only comes halfway off. Oh. So then you have to oh. stick your finger under the other half and get, get out of here. the stuff all over you. Know you know what's the worst of that? Never, what? The cheese and crackers. Oh, the cheese and crackers. You rip it off and then the half of the cheese is covering and you only get, you have to reach your cracker in the little sliver of like, opening to the it's cheese. Like just, it, there's no way to get it off in one fell swoop. Like it always like slivers and oh I'm my like, gosh. come on. And it's like super glued on there. So like, yeah. You have to do it with force. And then it always like just it never comes off in one piece. It drives me crazy. And I have a phobia of like stickers and thin paper, like rolling like little. I have a weird like very thing common that. phobia. Sure. It is not. It's really weird. I don't know what it's about. But um, yeah, I like it's cork. It's real annoying. I. Oh, yeah. There's there's a whole genre. What is this called? Like the keep your food fresh Seal- sealers sealants. Well, sealant sounds like a glue. Uh huh. But I don't know. Yes. I, I, I don't like any of those is things. The, yeah, maybe there is a genre I'm term. I'm appreciative of what they do. Sure. But I don't remember those pull tabs on milk jugs ever. as a, Not on the jugs, but on the boxed milks until like recently, I feel. It seems like a newer thing. Am I crazy? And like, there's other systems that work well. Like there's the one where like when you twist the cap, it breaks the seal itself. Yeah. Like you rather than like a, I'm going to say like a coconut water. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, like you twist it and it like breaks the seal. There's well, other milk jugs, milk, like milk, actual milk jugs. They don't have a seal on those. Yeah. It's just a seal around the edge of the cap mm-hmm. that breaks. Like there's better systems, I believe. I don't know. But they have, these that- are, after all, these are perishable items mm-hmm. and maybe they're doing their best. I think there's a better option. I think you're right. Because since you have been only eating mush the last week, mush, I've been buying a lot of mush. Mm-hmm. At the grocery store, and one of which is different varieties of yogurt and puddings, and there are some that come in like the glass jars with like a nice lid. They don't all have the plastic. That's right, the fancy seal, the fancy ones. Fancies, I, I never got those as a kid. No, the, like some the, sort of French dark chocolate pudding. I just remembered something. Thinking about how it's not something I got as a kid, but you know what? I did get as a kid all the time, and it was the only kind of cheese I would ever eat. What? The craft slices. Yes. The paper, the like plastic that goes around those, it's disgusting to it's me. It's impossible. 
it's not impossible. It's just gross. Like yeah. it's like a I don't know what about it is gross, but I just think it's gross. Like it's yeah. like the thinnest plastic that's ever been created. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that. Why that is I don't, it so thin? Why is it so gross? <laughs> I don't know why. Like whenever I unwrap a slice of craft cheese, I'm like, I should be grossed out. But maybe that's the tactic is like you should be grossed out by this plastic craft cheese. Well, I think at the beginning, so at the like, beginning, oh, they were like, plastic. what if we package individual slices of cheese? <laughs> like, it's such a weird. Well, they knew oh. they couldn't put them all together because they'd all stick together. Well, like you can't right. package them. But together. we're just like, we'll just package individual. Sli- it's like, it's a weird thing to do. Like imagine if they did that with like slices of bread. I, now I need, I need to see the factory or whatever that like, I want to see how it's done. Oh, like how is this made? Yeah. Like those thin. Mm-hmm. I got to see don't it. Know. I don't know. I'm very, okay. We just, we I, like can, that I, feel like we, well. I feel like we could talk about this for hours, <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a break before we talk about this for hours. Actually, I want to get into your surgery and all the holes that you now have. Um, I might so, have more holes than you at this point. I doubt that. Um, <laughs> our first, our first <laughs> sponsor of the day oh. is Babbel. So, Lovie, when you're traveling to a destination where you mm-hmm. don't know the language, it can be challenging to accomplish even the simplest of tasks. Now, I travel a lot, or I used to. You do. You did. And I've run into this issue many times when I was in Paris, like running into a coffee shop, asking for directions, and they're like, what are you saying? And I'm just this American idiot um, who only knows like four words in French. Mm-hmm. Or when I was in Germany, this happened a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, um, So I've run into this issue many, many times. But thankfully... There's Babbel, love. Thank goodness. The number one selling language learning app. Through Babbel's bite-sized lessons, you'll learn new language skills that you can actually use in the real world, from greetings, menus, and directions, to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture. Babbel is a travel essential. I am super excited about this because I have always wanted to know other languages. This was my worst subject in school, was like trying to learn other languages. I took Spanish and German. I took French and, and Spanish. Really? Uh-huh. I feel like you're pretty good at Spanish. Uh, I feel like you are. I've, I'm not really, no. Well, I'm really bad at it. I was at one point. And um, I wish I was better. It's just one of those things that's really hard for me. So I'm really so excited impressive. to try this. It's so impressive when people know well, I think languages. It's, yeah, and I think it's super important to know Spanish here in California. Yeah, and most of the world is kind of knows multiple languages. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just idiots here yep. in America. <laughs> so I'm so grateful for Babel, and I'm really excited to uh, try it out and uh, see how much it helps me. It'll be awesome, especially I just, when I start traveling again. Yeah, and to, and to have like a an app for that, that's no. kind of kind of genius. It is genius. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many different ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. That's longer than I'll be pregnant. Like, if if they got Babbel today, by the time their free months are done, like, they're six months. Are you, are you, I thought you were past six months pregnant. I'm saying by the time their six months is done, I will have babies. I'll be done with my pregnancy by then. That's, 
That's yep. exciting. That's how time works. You're right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, just go to babble.com and use promo code relax. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code relax. Babble, language for life. Okay, so my lovey, Hi. Eric Stoppen, got his wisdom teeth removed. All I did it, guys. Four. All four. All four. All and four big boys. So um it's been a rough week in this household. It's been strange. And, uh, you know, I thought it'd be fun to talk about it a little bit because, uh, you I don't remember a lot of what happened. He doesn't remember a lot. And I feel like there's all these viral videos of people sure, where they're like coming out of a dental surgery and they're just that a was, total disaster. Yeah. That was one of my biggest fears about it was not being in control. Sorry. I just had Whoa. to move my seat down. Cause was... I feel like you're way shorter than me. And I felt like really just I had so it's tall. funny because I had lowered myself so at the I'm beginning to like, kind of be on your level. I'm just gonna move myself down. You just like being shorter than me. Um, okay. Anyway, now we're at similar heights. I feel better. <laughs> it was bothering me so much. Anyway, so he got um his teeth taken out and he refused to let me film him when he got out of surgery. He said I wasn't allowed, which is was very frustrating for me because I film everything in my life. And this mm-hmm. is a very big event and I was not allowed to film it. You, you guys who watch the podcast. I kind of regret saying that now because oh, it sounds, it. it sounds like I, well, I mean, I would like to see it for right. me privately, well, personally. I feel like the people who watch the podcast are very lucky because even though I vlog my life almost every single day, you are very rarely in the vlogs. Like, and if you are, it's because you're like, hanging out with me and Flynn. It's not, you're never talking to me on camera. Like it's, this is very rare that you're like, so the people who watch the podcast or listen to the podcast are so lucky because you don't, you don't make appearances on the internet. They're they're lucky. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm shy from that. (laughs) Well, he wouldn't, the point is he wouldn't let me film him when he got out of surgery. So I wanted to talk about this whole experience because I got my wisdom teeth out when I was 17, maybe 18. And it was completely different than what you experienced. So for me, I'll talk about it really yeah, quickly. Tell me about tell me about your experience. I'll say it really quickly. So first of all, they did an X-ray and showed me where my wisdom teeth were, and they were at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were saying we got to take these out. You just you had braces recently. Your wisdom teeth will mess up your teeth if you keep them in there. Let's just get them out while you're young. And I was like, okay, whatever. And um, they showed me an X-ray of where the teeth were, and they were explaining how they were going to extract the teeth from my mouth. Oof. And they just, all they did was show me the x-ray, point to a tooth. And like, so what we're going to do is slice right here and pull. And I fainted. Like and out then, cold? Like out cold. Like woke up to smelling salts. Wow. And um, I, is that what they're called? Smelling salts? Sure. I don't know. The thing they wake you up with. I've, I've smelled them many times because <laughs> the fainting's <laughs> like my jam. <laughs> and so um, I woke up to that and uh they were like okay sorry what happened and i was like i don't you can't tell me anything like i just can't know like just do it just do and it, don't i don't want to know anything uh-huh. and so that's what happened and i came to and i just i remember everything i just remember just telling my mom i wanted to drive home i was hard to wake up i thought i was in my own bed you don't remember them doing this surgery no i was completely asleep like 100 percent asleep what did they use they used like gas and so they put like this gas thing on me and they said, count to 10. And I started counting. I think by the time I got to like four or five, that was you all I can remember. And then I you, woke up. Did you, th- did you fight it or did you think you were going to? I was very afraid that I wouldn't fall asleep or that I would 
look asleep, but be awake in my mind. Yeah. That's like a big fear of mine. Some sort of paralysis. Yeah, like that I would be like, I looked asleep or like I just couldn't move, but like I was awake and could feel everything. That was a big mm-hmm. fear of mine. Um, but I didn't feel anything. I don't remember anything. And I woke up thinking I was in my room. I didn't want to get out of bed. And then uh, I told my mom I wanted to drive home and I ate smoothies for a day. And then I remember day two, I was like by the pool eating a burrito. Like I was like, fine. Yeah, maybe and maybe when you're younger, it's... I think it's easier when you're younger. It's easier. I, I should say that when I was 17 and I went to the dentist, they were like, you just had braces. Your wisdom teeth are coming in. We should get rid of those. And my response was, no, thanks. Um, <laughs> my parents said, you have to. Like, yeah. I said, no, thanks, too. My parents were like... My parents strongly encouraged it. Um, and I think I just put it off for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Um, yeah, I think that was recommended to me as well then. Right. Uh, but they didn't they didn't hurt then. They weren't I don't think they were out at all. It, I it think wasn't it wasn't a problem. I was it was a problem that I didn't I was like no thanks. It definitely is. I will say this. It I I'm pretty sure it's like a fact that it's easier when you're younger and I did not tell you this prior, but a few people that I told you were getting your wisdom teeth out, they were like Oh, it's really awful at his age. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, I didn't tell yeah, you that. Like, you didn't tell me my that. physical therapist said that. My chiropractor said that. Really? Yeah. Like they were like, ooh. You're just telling everybody around town. No, they're like, what's going on in your life? I see them all the time. These like, are the well, people you the, talk to? Well, this is the only thing going on in my life. I go to doctor's yeah. appointments and you get your teeth out. Like that's <laughs> all that's happened in my life in the last year. So anyway, um, I've told Eric some of the stuff that happened. Uh, but I was like, we should save this for the podcast yeah, when he, when he came out of surgery. All the, all the details. So they, they do it different now. So we get to the, the dentist and yeah. well, yeah, I can, I can talk about what yeah, I remember. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so this happened five days ago mm-hmm. and it was an early appointment and we get there and they're doing, um, uh, what is termed sleep dentistry which is that I am I was asked my weight and then given an amount of mysterious blue pills mm-hmm. that I was told to chew and mm-hmm. then keep in my gums and then sat there with you for and they were like five, they said 4 minutes and then you could have water yeah it'll hit you yeah, so I had to hold out my mouth for and then swallow it after 4 minutes and then they were like it will hit you soon and I was like you maybe like so afraid that it wouldn't work mm-hmm. or wouldn't um do its job and I would have some sort of sleep paralysis and like be aware of what was happening and not be able to tell anyone mm-hmm. that I'm in pain in crazy pain mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and then after about 10 minutes, they were like, all right, come back and sit in this chair. And I was, and I think before, before you continue on that part, sure. cause I was out with him as he, he took the blue pills uh-huh. And I was like, this is so weird. He's just like chewing on pills before like a huge like surgery. Like this is because this is a big like thing that happens. And the woman who worked behind the counter, I was like, I've never heard of this taking a pill, like a blue pill that. Oh, right. And and I was like, and you're and they were explaining how like he will be awake the whole time, but he won't remember anything. So I, that was like crazy. And I'll to be me. like suggestive. Yeah. And, and so I was like, I've never heard of this, like staying awake for this surgery and taking these pills. Like, what are these? I've never heard of them. But being asleep, Mm -hmm. kind of. And the woman at the desk goes, oh, you've heard of these, you know what they are. And I was like, do (laughs) she was like, yeah. Vegas. People take these in Vegas. Yeah. She just, well, she just said literally just Vegas. Vegas. And And I was like, 
oh, as Vegas. If, like, as we if all knew. I'm like very pregnant woman, like in my pajamas, like looking like, do I look like a person who would go party in Vegas? I was like, oh, yeah, those blue pills. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea what she was talking about. Um, and I think this is only whatever it is has only been recently legalized to the practice of, of dentistry. Right. Um, at least here in California. And I'm sitting in this chair, um, just kind of like waiting in they're kind of waiting for me to like, I don't know, conk out or whatever. And I have this, this big window. You know, I'm on the fifth floor of this big building with this window in front of me. I'm looking down on like a children's carousel. Like it was very strange. And then they like, we're like, we can draw the shades that sometimes help. And I was like, okay. They're like, we can give you a blanket. And they put this like really heavy blanket, like dentist blanket. I don't know. Like, Did you feel tired? No, I didn't feel tired. I was just, I was like very awake. And I thought I was like, maybe in hindsight, I was kind of loopy, like, cause everyone was kind of looking at me and I was like, I'm fine. It's fine. Like I'm, it's not hitting me. And I said to one of like the dentist assistants, like, I don't think it's going to work on me. And he goes, oh, it's going to work on you. And that's kind of the last <laughs> thing I remember besides um, I was, I was definitely out when they started like numbing me and whatever. I was like aware of that. And then I was, then I don't remember anything, but I do have memories of during the procedure of when they would physically like take, they got the tooth out when the dentist um, did that. Like I was, I was out, but I think that however I was under the, the actual gripping and pulling out of the tooth like that actual moment like I would kind of it was so physically jarring that I would kind of come out of it not in like in pain but I was aware of like the feeling of the resistance in my jaw and the pulling mm-hmm. and how much force he had to use for like I think three of the I would like come out of it and then go back into it like for mm-hmm. each final pull mm-hmm. like and it's not a pleasant it sounds memory like memory and it, yeah. And it, it reminds me the way he explained it to me reminded me of an epidural in the sense that like the epidural when I had Flynn numbed the pain, but I felt everything. So like I sounds like it. Yeah. Remember the feeling of him coming out and things not going great in that area, but it didn't hurt. But I was like, oh. Things are ripping. Who is this relaxing to listen <laughs> but, to? But for you, you explain like you could feel the ripping and hear. The, I didn't being, want to say that, but yeah. yeah. But I was like, that sounds very similar to an epidural where it's like, you know, it's happening and you can feel it happening, but you're not in pain. It was very weird. Yeah, I equated it to if you have ever like tried to get like a small tree out of the ground and it's like, but like the roots, <sighs> right? you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not pleasant. Um, and then I have a slight memory of then seeing my four wisdom teeth all bloodied on a tray in front of me and being like, I should take a picture of that. And then the next thing I remember is I'm in our bed and you're like, I have to change your bloody gauze and spoon feeding me smoothie smoothie out of a bowl. And I thought that was like the next, in my mind, that was like the next thing that happened. I didn't realize there was like a two to three hour gap Mm -hmm. in between that time that I have, no recollection of whatsoever. So weird. But apparently was you were awake and awake chatting and, and chatting and it was really wild. It was like wobbling spooky. around. You yeah. were very much wobbling around. Yeah. So you have to tell me all about that. From my perspective. Oh boy. You chew on the pills, you go to the back. And the woman's like, 
he's good. And I was like, I want to stay here just in case. She's like, it's going to be a while. And I was like, that's okay. I just, you know, I want to make sure everything goes well. Like I, I wanted to make sure you were under and safe and they were starting and everything was okay. That's like so sweet. And she goes, he's completely out. Like he's completely conked. Like I waited like a half hour, you know, and she's like, you can go. But first let me tell you, like, he's going to tell you that he's fine. And he is not. When you come back together. Yeah. When I come back, she's like, come back, you know, in an hour and a half, two hours. And he's going to say he's fine. And he's going to be like, babe, I'm fine. I'm fine. You, I got this. And he's not. Don't listen to him. I don't care how convincing it seems. He cannot drive. He, he can't do anything. You have to do everything for him. What is this drug? And he will not remember any of it. And I was like, okay, this sounds really weird. So I didn't know what to expect. So when I came back to pick you up, they wheeled him out in a wheelchair. You don't remember any of this, which None. is so weird to me. But he came out totally conscious. Like you weren't, you didn't seem like your head was droopy. Like you seemed completely conscious and totally fine. And you were actually very talkative. With this bloody gauze in my yeah, mouth? You had bloody gauze in your mouth and you just kind of, you looked, <laughs> you looked tired. But you didn't look like... Like, you you know, like when you think of someone being right. loopy, like their head kind of bobbing around, like you weren't like that. So there was um, this guy who was pushing the wheelchair who for me. So nice. So nice. nice um, down to the parking garage. Um, and so, he goes, he comes out, he goes, congrats on the twins. You're such and such amount of weeks, a boy. And a girl. like he knew everything. And I was like, Eric's been telling everyone about us. I don't remember telling him. So he knew we were having twins. It was a boy and a girl. He knew how far along I was. He like knew all about it. And I was like, oh, um, yeah. And you were like, yep, a boy and a girl, a boy and a girl. <laughs> like interacting with my conversation with this guy. And you were like, yeah, we were just trying for one. And we got two. <laughs> we got two. And we just were going for one. And he's like, yeah, man, I got you. You know, he was really good with you. But I was like, did, <laughs> Eric's never interrupted a conversation in his life. Did he, he did he look at you? Did you guys have like a moment where like he was like, you know, he's like out of it. Right. Or no, no, he didn't. Because because he must be used to that. He's, like, this is yeah, he seemed used to it. Job. The woman at the desk was like very hardcore explaining to me how it would be. Mm hmm. And so then we get down to the parking garage and uh, we were waiting for our ticket validation stuff. And Eric proceeds to tell me so much information. <laughs> he was like, he looked at me, he goes, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you are? And you're like, I'm totally fine. And I was like, really? Like knowing you weren't because that was the one thing she was like, he's going to say he's fine. And That's he so is so wild that she like called it so specifically. Yeah. I mean, I guess everyone must think they're fine. I don't Do know. That. And, um, and she was like, uh, and so then he said, um, I said, did you, were you awake the whole time? And you said, yes. And he said, you're awake <laughs> the whole time. And you said, yes. I was like, oh my God, are you okay? Was it, did it hurt? And you're like, it was so painful. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And then he started to, which I will not tell you what he said, but he explained in detail and acted out how they got his teeth out of his mouth. And I am often nauseous these days and can barely walk around. Were you just gagging? So I was just like, well, I had to like sit. You were in a wheelchair. And I was standing and I had to literally sit down on the floor in the parking garage because I was like, I'm going to faint if I stay I don't standing. don't remember any of this. Because you were like explaining gruesomely the process with so bloody upset. gauze in your mouth. <laughs> the in process like a, of them ripping out your like teeth. Probably uncomfortable Parking and, I was, garage. and I didn't want to, I knew I was like, he's probably vulnerable right now. And like, he's, you know, in pain. I don't want to tell him like, 
you got to stop. I'm going to vomit or faint right now. So I just kind of like let you do it and try to just breathe. Um, and then we got you in the car and we're in the car. I said, okay, we're just going to get you, um, in bed and I'll get you a smoothie or something. And you were like, nah, I'm good. I want to, let's get a coffee. (laughs) You really wanted me to get you a coffee. And, um, I did not, we went home. I feel like that must've been the moment that you knew I was. Yeah. I was like, I don't think he's joking. I think he's serious. Right. And that's when I was like, Oh, I think maybe he won't remember this. Yeah. And then, um, so I thought you were like on drugs the whole time because you were talking a lot, but because that's, you know, not common for you and <laughs> with new people. And so but I didn't think you were like loopy or you'd forget it. I thought or that I was completely black. Out, yeah, I didn't a, think I was like, he'll like remember some of this. And then um, when we got home, I was scared because they had to use a wheelchair to get you in the car. And I was like, I can barely walk. I fall down the stairs. Like, how am I going to get him up the stairs if he needed a wheelchair just to get in the car? So we get home and I was like, how are you? Are you okay? Like, do I need to go get Corey to help? And, and he was just like, no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. So he gets out of the car and he starts to walk. Did you help me out of the car or I went to open the door to hold the door open for you. Um, and cause you know, you're pretty close and you started walking and you go, Oh, a little wobbly. I did. And how are we how, how are we doing on should we should we continue this after yeah, the next, I, oh yeah. I, we should uh, say next, I feel like sorry I'm we've been going really long. Here. I know there's just so much to say about it. We're well, almost right. done. We're almost done, but we should say um we should say thank you to our next sponsor, which is HelloFresh. We love HelloFresh so much here on our podcast, and we're so and excited to and in our life, yeah. And in our kitchen. Yes. So we're excited to say thank you to them again for sponsoring the podcast and tell you guys all about it. You guys, it's one of the best times of the year. It's fall. Spooky season. It's fall. The fall harvest is officially on with HelloFresh. Count on seasonal recipes like pumpkin cinnamon rolls. Yum. Mm-hmm. And Friendsgiving ready sides. Get in my mouth. As well as fresh, high quality ingredients that travel from the farm to your front door in less than a week. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order on the app within minutes. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. It's very, very convenient. HelloFresh has made date night fun in our house. We get to cook meals together. We don't have to think of what we're going to eat for dinner, which is like the biggest plus of HelloFresh. We don't have to go to the grocery store. We don't have to go to the grocery store. But like that's our biggest argument, I think, in our relationship is like, what are we going to eat for dinner? And with HelloFresh, it's like already decided and it's delicious. No tiffs. No tiffs at all. We just get to like make a delicious dinner together. and We don't have to decide what it's going to be. It's super fun. It's super easy. It's all portioned out. It is wonderful. Yes. So we love it. You guys will too. And if you want to try it out, you can go to hellofresh.com slash 14 relax and use code 14 relax for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. What's the 14 about? I know. Um, 14 meals. I know. It's crazy. So like I said, go to hellofresh.com slash 14 relax. Use our code 14 relax for up to 14 free meals. And that includes free shipping it's amazing so check it out today america's number one meal kit you will love it so anyway i was uh, yeah i was talking about how you were wobbly so so i just want to explain how he was walking reminds me of when i've seen videos of like newborn deer or giraffes (laughs) like right when they've come out of the womb how their legs are like super wobbly as they walk for the first time now i really wish you'd 
That's how you're. I can't walking. believe you like didn't sneak any video. No, I I said I wouldn't. I never. I would never disrespect your wishes when it comes to that stuff. So I did I not. But I really wanted to. But I didn't. Um, got you upstairs. I'll try to quicken up this story, but and um, got you in bed. And I was like kind of nervous because you were acting very in pain, mm-hmm. and so that kind of freaked me out because I was like, they said he wouldn't feel any pain. They said he wouldn't remember any of this. But he, there's no way he's not going to remember this. And I had to change your gauze every 15 to 30 minutes. And you did not want me to do that because you'd be sleeping. I wanted to get food in your stomach because I didn't want you to take any medicine on an empty stomach. So I was like trying to get you to spoon feed you like smoothies and stuff. And, um, and I don't remember any of that. He says he doesn't remember any of it. No. And the only other weird thing he said was at one point, I don't know if you're going to want me to say this or not. So I guess you can tell me if we need to cut it out. But at one point he was like, um, it, we'd been home for like an hour and I had changed your gauze a couple of times and given you food and water and medicine. And I was also running in and out, like putting Flynn to sleep and getting him lunch and stuff, like running back in and my, out of the room. My superhero. No. <laughs> seven months pregnant no. with twins, like taking um, care of me. I'm so embarrassed. No, no, no. It was, I had Corey helping too, which was incredible. And then my mom ended up coming later too. Um, because I could barely get up and down the stairs. And I was like, I was very nervous leaving you alone. Like every time I had to leave the room, it freaked me out. But anyway, if it were you, I would have been nervous as well. Yeah, I I get that. And, um, anyway, I, (laughs) at one point it'd been an hour and you were like, can you like, I was, I said, I was going to go to the store and get you more smoothies and, um, and you know, get some rest. And you said, can you like cuddle me essentially he wanted me to stay and cuddle with you and i was like I don't remember <laughs> you said like can you rub my back like can you lay here and rub it back so needy and no it was sweet it wasn't like that and i was like yeah i just want to run to the store and get you more food i'll be right back and you were like well how long have i been in here waiting for you like i've been <laughs> in here all day like you were like suddenly angry with me that i hadn't cuddled you yet like in your mind you'd been in the room for 24 for, hours for days and alone. i had not come in that you to just check left on you. me alone for days <laughs> and you'd been waiting but it seemed like oh i'm it so seemed sorry like, it seemed like you had been waiting for me like you had asked me to tickle your back like 24 hours ago and i just ignored you for it like that's how upset you were with me that like you're like i've I'm been sorry. waiting here this whole, and i was like okay He's definitely on something because he's acting crazy. I don't remember that. But, um, I, I, but I, like, I apologize. No, oh no, no. And I was like, oh, I'll be right back. And then I will, I will cuddle you. Like, no You worries. took such good care of me. Um, when I could, it was, it was like, it was rough because it was like, I was such a mess and he was such a mess uh, this week. Yeah, today's like the first day that I'm feeling oh, like better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like uh, I'm certainly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I not too much swelling. Mm-hmm. No, but some swell barely at all. It was, it was significant to me to look at my face and be like, "Oh, that looks." I didn't. I different. didn't tell. I thought it um, was like nothing there. But that was your wisdom teeth. Now, one of the things that happened shortly after your wisdom teeth were pulled was your birthday. I know. What great! We, we were supposed to like. Um, you were so go to sweet, a beach house. Go to a beach house like Airbnb for a couple mm-hmm. of days for my birthday, and then because of this, this um popped up and was urgent um yeah we couldn't go so we had to cancel that and mm-hmm. instead of that for my birthday i had my wisdom teeth taken out after avoiding it <laughs> for 20 years so he he had his birthday here and it was like a quiet chill birthday and i was like i didn't know if he'd be in bed the whole day but i wanted to talk a little bit about your birthday sure um because birthdays are a really big deal in my family 
And it was very hard for me to not like do a huge thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I knew you needed to rest and whatever. I just didn't know what to expect, but I wanted to talk about, I think both of our favorite moment of your birthday. Okay. Unless I'm wrong. What was your favorite moment? Unless I'm like wrong. And then the thing you did for fun of me. Yeah. So uh, that sounds like I'm like, wait, tell me that it was the thing I did. (laughs) No, it was a specific part of the day. So I, I, um, got him some presents and I was, I wanted to make it more fun than just like the only thing I had really for your birthday was some presents for you to open. So I was like, let's make this more interesting and something my family does slash I think only I do it now. I didn't know there was a history there with these. Well, I do it. I do it all. I mean, I did it for part of the gender reveal. Like I do it all the time. Yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't know it like went back yeah. to your childhood. We're talking about scavenger hunts, guys. Oh, yeah. I love a scavenger hunt. I, I will take any opportunity to make a scavenger hunt. But I thought maybe there's a way I can include Flynn. And so instead of giving like riddles on each clue, I just put pictures of where the next clue would be found so mm-hmm. Flynn could participate. It's a visual scavenger hunt. So when I said, yeah, so when I said we we're doing a scavenger hunt, Eric kind of was like, you and scavenger hunts. Like, <laughs> it's just like you, what is your obsession with these things? And um, I but Flynn's never participated in one. No. So I didn't know if he would be into it. And guys, he was so into it. My son. It was so joyful to watch him be so excited. I've never to find seen the next him like clue, that. Just like cackling. He was screaming with joy. And he was good at it. He he loved it. Like yeah. I was not expecting that at all. I thought he'd be into it. But like, I don't remember the last time I've seen him that excited and joyful. And like, I mean, he was losing his mind. He so loved great. it so much. It was so fun. and um. I felt bad because I only put like six clues. And so now uh, he wants to do them all the time. Like Flynn just constantly wants to hide things and use the same clues where he already knows where they go to do the scavenger hunt over and over again. And he just loves it so much. But I thought it would be fun to talk about like past birthdays and and things because this birthday, I feel like it was kind of a bust. I want to make it up to you because like it's not your fault. It's it's probably my fault for delaying a necessary Dental surgery for so many years. In my defense, I tr- I tried to make a thing. I tried to have a beach getaway. No, there's, you, cool don't beach house, to, you don't need to. You don't need to be defensive. I'm not. I'm not being. I just. I feel really Relax. bad. <laughs> I feel bad that I didn't do something bigger. But I didn't know if you just want to be in bed all day. I was like, okay, I've got I've got gifts and a cake that he can't eat, and yeah, um, I couldn't eat the cake. And uh, we'll just hang out. And so you know, some some of my family came over and. We just had a chill day here, but I felt bad. So I was like, maybe we can reminisce on good birthdays or bad <laughs> birthdays um, on the podcast today. Let's do it. So do you want to go first? Do you have any in mind? I mean, I could talk about this forever. I love birthdays. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> uh, um, it's Well, anything that I say will be in juxtaposition to you because I'm very low key about birthdays. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like the the focused attention on me mm-hmm. on that day. I'm not like someone who posts like it's my birthday or this, like I, or, um, you know, what you've tells people said, it's though? my birthday or like, I don't, I, if we're talking about past birthdays, I've never, I remember as a child, like I, I, I don't think I had many birthday parties mm-hmm. like with my friends from like, you know, grade school element, like whatever. Um, because I would just like, 
didn't want the attention was shy and like would, would worry that like, well, what if nobody came? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like I would just not have a party because I, like, there was like a couple that I had. But like I said, I never liked the attention and like, yeah, I was afraid that nobody would come. Yeah, well, I I feel like you've explained birthdays in a really funny way uh, to me over the, the past few years, which is like it's a day where you have to respond to people that you don't want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, how did you explain it? Like, and, it's like the busiest. It's like it should be your birthday and it should be like relaxing and fun for you. But it becomes like this day where you have to constantly reply to emails and phone calls, to emails and texts. and text messages and, and phone calls. You know what I mean? So it's like almost like it's work. It's like a work day <laughs> for you. Like it's the like the, the day of the year that you have to communicate with all these people. Right. And it can be um, exhaustive, especially if you're trying to relax because you've just had a, a major dental surgery. But every and year I feel like that's your thing that you're like, the best birthday present would be just like, don't, don't send that text. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. No, no, I know you appreciate it, but I'm not talking about from like your close friends and family. Like, of course you love them. It's like, from, you know, from the people that you're like, you haven't talked to me in a very long time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I still, I, I still think it's, I still think it's nice, but I'm like, oh no, I have, to, well, it's when it bothers me, if, when I then have to say thank you, and then more text. That's then it, right. That's what you then say. Then it becomes like yeah. a conversation, you know, a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like so it can't, yeah. can't just be like, if I, if I send you a birthday text, whoever you are, you can just like it. You know what I mean? Or you, you can just say thanks. And I won't say anything more. Like if, if I say, if you, someone says, if I say thank you and then they're like, so how have you been? You know what I mean? Or <laughs> I forgot too, that's what it is that you don't just, like. It just then becomes work. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. Another time. Yeah. Another text me another time and then I'll <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you how I am. Yeah. So um I always think that's very funny. But um yeah, I I was gonna say the scavenger hunt thing, like I was thinking about like how excited I was that Flynn liked it. Like that brought me so much joy that my son liked it because it's such a big tradition in my family. And I have done that for so many birthdays for other people, but also I remember my favorite scavenger hunt, my favorite birthday like present as a kid was a scavenger hunt. I think it was like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. that led to a bicycle. Like Who a, thought of this? My mom, I think. That's so and my, great. My parents still do scavenger hunts randomly for us. Um, and I do for the family as well. I didn't know it originated with them. I thought like it was like your thing. No, my parents would do it That's for so us. That's so cool. And my dad would also make like treasure maps for us, like as kids. I can totally see him doing that. So he would yeah. take a brown paper bag and he would like make a map of like our backyard or the house and then put like a dotted line with like pirate and make it look all piratey. Would he like age it? And oh, like yeah. Burn he'd, holes he'd, in it? Yeah. He'd crumple it up and burn the edges. That's so cool. And then burn holes in it. I want to do that. And um, he would put like, you know, like on the map, on the dotted line, there'd be like an alligator and you have to cross the alligator and be like a toy alligator, like. In That's a room. So I feel great. like Flynn would be so all about that. Oh, we're going to have to do this. But yeah, we always did stuff like that. So um, to me, it was very exciting that our son enjoyed the treasure hunt because that was like the, a big. The happiest I've ever seen him. I yeah, mean. it was. It was really, really cute. Um, so I have. But I like I, birthdays were huge in my family. I, can, I feel like I'm getting that. I, I get that from you that like, well, like, for your family. Yeah. Yeah, like that. But well, also for you, like you, as my childhood, like you love your birthday, you celebrate your birthday with open. I arms. just like birthdays. I think birthdays are so, well. Now I don't really like. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't want like to do like, 
nothing for me. Like I, I like birthdays. I like celebrating people. I like yeah, no a reason to, to get people together. Who love their birthdays and celebrate them for days or months. No, I've always month. been that person for sure. Yeah, but I'm just not that way. In the more recent years, I've been like, I don't need anything. I just want to be around my family. Like, mm-hmm. so I want to get together with my family for sure. But like, I just like an excuse to hang out with your favorite people. And like, it's, I just, you can have a theme. I love a theme. Decorations. You're, you're it's so fun. Very big on themes. I love. I don't a theme. think I've ever had. I think I the only theme. theme party that I've ever um, actively been a part of is the one for Flynn's first birthday, which was like dog theme. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like I've never had a thrown a theme party for myself or anyone well, else. Get ready. Because it's about our lives are going to just be themed birthdays, which we're going to talk more because I had some weird themed birthdays that I want to tell you about. But first, I want to say thank you to our next sponsor. We're so excited to talk to you guys again about one of our beloved products here on Relax, which is Apostrophe. So you guys know finding the best skincare products for you, that's hard. There's so many options out there. It's It's so hard to figure out. It's a big shelf in CVS. Yeah, it's so hard to know what is good and what's not and they're freaking expensive man very expensive and they're like these miracle products you're like i don't even know what this does like sometimes i buy like potions and creams i'm like i literally don't even know what this is but i feel like it's good every drawer in our bathroom is just piled (laughs) high yeah but it turns out most skincare products don't do very much (laughs) the best way to treat acne is with fewer products that are clinically proven and customized to your skin that's why we're super excited to be partnering with apostrophe apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne apostrophe connects you with board certified dermatologists who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin simply fill out apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history then snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan apostrophe treats acne but they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness wrinkles and even dark spots it's so nice knowing you have a real dermatologist helping you find the best products for your skin because i feel like there's so many products out there that are like this will clear your acne or this will help your Mm -hmm. wrinkles but everyone's skin is so different that there isn't one product that can fix everyone's it's skin a broad spectrum. It, and so it's really nice to know that there's a dermatologist there to help you make it perfect for you and it's so easy you just snap pictures of yourself you don't have to like make an appointment at the doctor's office and go in nope. um it's and you so, send it to someone who went to school for probably many years for this yes so it's really really convenient it's wonderful and the unboxing experience is really fun because there's cute little postcard with stickers to personalize your prescription bottle so it doesn't just look like a a gross like medicine bottle. You can make it all cutesy pants, <laughs> which is super fun. And you don't have to go to the pharmacy to wait in line to get your meds. It's all really convenient, really wonderful and works. So we have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash relax. When you use our code relax, this code is only available to our listeners. Gotcha. Let's VIP. get them good VIP to get started. Just go to apostrophe.com slash relax and click begin visit then use our code relax to sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit that's apostrophe a-p-o-s-t-r-o-p-h-e dot com slash relax and use that code relax to get your dermatology visit and save $15 and we thank apostrophe for sponsoring this wonderful podcast thank you thanks apostrophe um so I wanted to talk for a minute about birthdays I didn't know that it would be like 
me talking about my birthdays and you being like, man, I didn't really do birthdays, but (laughs) (laughs) I guess that works out in my favor anyway, this week. That's kind of us in a nutshell. You know what I mean? What? That you don't have birthday parties and I do? No, just that we're like, we're kind of different in in some ways that are attention based. No, just no. I mean, like in the in person, the, the way that like you live your life, kind of out there, and I'm like yeah, more, I guess pri- more private, like very I guess private. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't mean it in any negative context <laughs> no. whatsoever. Well, <clears throat> let me get started talking about me. <laughs> no, but um, I do, I do feel like you must have stories that hopefully will come up as I tell you some of my stories. So uh, birthday parties, my mom always made a really big deal in our house. Like Mm -hmm. we always felt so special, which is why I like to do it for Flynn, for you, for family members. Like I love throwing themed birthday parties because it meant the world to me that my mom did that for us as kids. And I remember picking a theme and getting to go to the party store and picking out like the plates and the forks for the cake and the and the table cloth. The, like, I've, been to a, I've been to a party city in my yeah, time. It's yeah. like, it was so exciting that I got to pick that stuff out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I remember the ones that jump out at me the most is when I was four. Yes. I remember this. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, yeah. I had like a Barbie kind of theme. So my mom made a, a Barbie cake for me, like a cake that the, she had a Barbie and she made the cake, the dress, like wow, she knew how to do that. Yeah. There's, there's like cake pans that you can do this with. But I, there's a, there's a home video of this birthday where me and my cousins, girlfriends are, we took the Barbie out of the cake once the cake was cut and we're licking this naked Barbie. We were together? (laughs) Yes. We're like all sharing it, like licking the legs of this like naked Barbie. And it's so weird that there's like this home video of me. This is why you remember it. It's because there's this. (laughs) Well, no, this is why I remembered it. Why I remembered it is because my mom or someone thought it was a great idea to hire a clown. No. And it was a female clown. I thought that was only in movies and TV. I didn't think people actually hired Oh, yeah. It wasn't like a family member. It was like. No, I, I don't know where they found this person. It was a woman. And I was. The yellow pages back then? Terrified. I was. You were scared? So the only footage of my fourth birthday is me licking a naked Barbie with my friends, like sh- all sharing licks of this naked Barbie. I have to see this. And <laughs> that sounded so creepy. Oh, yeah. Why did I say <laughs> Why did you say it like that, though? Like That was, was weird. It wasn't the fact that you said, I have to see this. It was the fact you're like, I'm on drugs. I have to see this. Anyway, um, but then the footage <laughs> oh, no. of like this clown coming to the party and the kids all being excited and the birthday girl, I'm crying in my mom's arms with my blankie. That's the part I had to see, by like, the way. sobbing. Yeah. So that one jumps out as like the first birthday party I remember being upset about or, you know, having a moment with. That was probably like, one of my most traumatic birthday experiences, but it only was uphill from there. But I had all different themed birthday parties, you know, mm-hmm. uh, princessy type themes. I had like a fifties style, like everyone came in poodle skirts and like my mom sewed poodle skirts for me. And like, and, um, I had a Renaissance, like medieval, like themed birthday party where I was the princess and everyone had different. So my dad was like a, the King and my brother was a knight. Rachel was a jester, my mom was the queen and we all had Renaissance costumes. We made Renaissance flags. It's so elaborate. And everyone came dressed like a princess. And at the party, we all made flower crowns and princess hats. It sounds and like, so fun. 
Oh, there's it's so fun. Yeah. It's so freaking fun. You're lighting up. I because I love You're it was beaming. because these were like my best memories from my childhood. I love a themed party. This That's is so why cool. it's like so fun. I to was me. too shy to ask for this. I'm sure my parents would have done this. I was just too. I didn't. I, didn't, I was too shy to ask for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. See, my mom would like sit me down and be like, OK, what's the theme going to be? You know, she like was all about it. And I think I was the one kid that was like also all about it. Right. So yeah. I also I think it was like the perfect storm. Whereas like the other kids were like, I don't know. I just want my friends to come over. Right. And I was like, oh, let's talk theme. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my siblings, I don't remember them having like super themed parties. I think it was just like the way my mom is and the way that I am. We just like clicked so well with this. And and, it's like, something you do now for like. Oh, your, I do it for everyone. My um, niece and nephews. Niece and, nephews. and like I, any chance I get anyone's birthday's coming up. I'm like, can I plan the party? Yeah, and <laughs> like, you're like, I'm so excited. It's always themed. Yeah, I love it. I'm now realizing. But it's because it was so special to me growing up. I love doing it. It was so fun. But I remember my mom kind of being mortified my 13th birthday. I was, you know, becoming a teenager. I was getting a little older. And I realized that whatever theme I had was the presents that I got, you know, like. Oh. So a princess theme, you got princess type stuff, you know. I just realized. So the presents reflected the theme. Yeah. And I was like, I want money. (laughs) So for my 13th birthday, I literally had. My mom said, what theme do you want? And I said, money. Cash. And she was like, no. And I was like, that's what I pick. I pick money. I want my theme to be money. And she was like, okay. So literally we had (laughs) fake, we bought a bunch of fake money. It was dangling from the ceiling. I literally sent it to every invitations. Everyone saying this is a money themed party. I want money. (laughs) Like we played who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, that's my brother dressed up like Regis Philbin and like acted like him. And we played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's so fun. All the games were money themed. Everything was money themed. I was like, I just need money. And you know what I got? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, number one question. What'd you make out with? Not money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I got money from like my grandparents and like, like my a dad. Wallet? Yeah. No, but I got like Beanie Babies and um, I was a big Those Beanie Baby collector. Yep. And I got like. I feel like I got koosh balls and journals, 13, stickers. 13, 13 huh? Mm-hmm. Koosh balls and Beanie Babies. <laughs> I was homeschooled. <laughs> I was homeschooled at the time. Koosh balls and Beanie Babies and American Girl doll stuff and journals and crafts. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get a lot of money. So it didn't work out. That's so funny. But I think it's so funny that like a 12-year-old went to her mom and was like, this year's theme, cash. That makes sense to me, yeah. And then, like, why no one, I guess, came up with, like, oh, let's do, like, a Vegas theme and, like, play. I don't know. I guess that right. would be inappropriate. What, to um, set up a, a bootleg casino for I don't a 13-year-old's birthday? I'm getting birthday? really excited at this idea, though. So now I'm feeling for like what? we need to have a Vegas-themed party. Well, your birthday's coming up. Yeah, but I already know what I'm doing for my birthday this year. What are you doing? I'm having twins, one. <laughs> but also, um, I want to do the, um, every, every year for my birthday, I do the Raise Money for Childhood Cancer. Of course. And so I want to do that. But I also want to do um, for my baby shower, because when I was pregnant with Flynn, I did a baby shower mm-hmm. slash um, oh, we birthday. We haven't talked about that. Is that, are, is that I want to do, do that, that again, like a baby shower slash birthday where if you want to bring a gift, we don't need anything for the kids, the babies. So if you bring a gift, I want to donate to like women's shelters here. Great. And um, and I also want to donate I want anyone to bring stuff that I can use for the fundraiser. And if you want to donate money to kids with cancer, that's what I want for my birthday. So I already like 
I already have like a plan of like this party that I'm going to. I was wondering about a baby shower and if we're going to do that. Well, we don't need stuff, you know, like we're very fortunate. Well, we do need lots of stuff as we described, as we talked about in the last episode too. We need lots of stuff, but we can get, we have the means to get that stuff ourselves. And if people want to get us a gift, the best gift that I could have is donating to kids who need, we need more money for kids with cancer. Like it's, there's not enough research and there's not enough funding. And also women who can't like being pregnant is so awful and hard and expensive and, and very expensive. And there's a lot of women who um, need help affording all this weird stuff we have to buy. So those are the things I want to do. But we should talk about that because we should probably do it a lot earlier than my birthday because I think I will literally be giving birth yeah, I, around my I birthday. I wonder. Yeah. Um, so anyway, those are some of the like birthday parties that jump out at me. Mm-hmm. But you really don't have. Well. <laughs> I, I really love my parents, like, stories? and I love I love my family. Like, they, were, they were always like it was always kind of like my mom made a cake and we ate. It was like kind of like that sounds just, lovely. Yeah, it was it was so so lovely. Like I said, I was too shy to like throw some big themed party for myself. There was like the I have like one memory, and it was like a bunch of my friends came over and we had like a a, a tire swing that my dad had hung really high up in this tree in our back woods. And I remember my my friend Matt. Swinging on the tire swing and then slamming his back into the tree and his back got all <gasps> cut up by the bark of the tree. That's like my birthday memory. Oh my gosh, that yeah, sounds horrible. I don't know. But I'm just, yeah, it's just like the memory I have. There, there wasn't any um, theme. I think my gifts were baseball cards or like a mountain bike one year. And that's pretty good. That kind of stuff. No, yeah. no treasure hunts. I don't think so. I mean, my parents can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. And I'm sure they would have done it if I yeah. was was the theme kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's so but it's so cool now to be, um, you know, married to you and and welcomed so lovingly by your family that I get to see all these things and traditions that you guys have that are so. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, funny. I've, I'm like, oh, I my family's does this. this is what my family does. But now I'm realizing not every family. I think it's just me. <laughs> like, I don't know that my family does. It. I think my mom did it for me and I really liked it. And it was such a special memory to me that like, I want others, people in my family. But I mean, I know that my niece and nephews enjoy it. Like we did all their birthdays for most of their birthdays for during the COVID yeah. madness last year. And we turned our house into Disneyland. We've done like Hawaii themed birthday parties and mm-hmm. we've done, um, Oh, what was the like gymnastics? What was that movie? The Greatest Showman. Uh huh. Gymnastics. Yeah. Like Parker was really into gymnastics and wanted the Greatest Showman birthday and had like Barbie dolls hanging from things. What's with me and Barbie dolls and birthday parties? You're very involved in your parties. You haven't done a themed party for me. You don't, you're always like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want anything. That doesn't seem like a Exactly. Yeah. Well, my favorite part of my birthday is like the day after when it's like, okay, now my birthday's over and we don't have to like, nobody has to look at me. Well, I, I'm trying to remember what your birthdays have been like the last few years since we've been together. And last year I did a beach picnic. For yeah. You. But that was, that was really awesome. But again, I was like, Oh, what too much. It's like, it's too much attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, oh, I'm sorry. No, in a great way. And then, um, we, I feel like every other birthday I've been with you, I've been on tour. <laughs> You've come yeah. been on tour with me and like, we celebrate like that's, at a theater that's probably or like true. Yeah. I feel like we've kind of been all over the world on your birthdays or something. Yeah. I remember one, one time getting a cake backstage at one of your shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. That's, that's bad of me. That's to... pre- no, it's pretty awesome. Um, well, 
I don't know. I really love birthdays, guys. Okay, what can I say? My, I think birthdays I are a, very I fun. I had a wonderful birthday, even with uh, the tooth holes. Well, the best the, uh, the best part of probably my month was seeing Flynn do that scavenger hunt and how happy oh, he was. Oh, truly, yeah. It was so great. And um, and then also that night, he was on another level of just cuteness. We we let him stay up past his bedtime for an hour. He said, he, was, I, he said, happy birthday, Dada. And I love you so much, Dada. Like, so many times mm-hmm. that day. It was just... He's such a it was just awesome a dream. human. He was just playing imagination pretend. We remember like we let him stay up so late because he just kept saying like, oh, we got to fix this. Let's go find his, my, my invisible tools. His and improv unreal. skills and space work mm-hmm. are so incredible. His imagination, like he will yes and you and keep going with mm-hmm. a, a bit about. We had to fix the door because it had gone flat mm-hmm. like a tire. Like yeah, he said, oh, he goes, we have to fix the door, Dada. The air went out. So we then had to go grab an imaginary saw and drill. Oh, yeah. From your office and fix the door. It was amazing. That was that was the evening of my birthday. No Vegas partying. I mean, all cuddled. No read hot the, air balloon. Read rides. the quiet cricket or whatever that one is. And the very quiet cr- cricket yeah, and cuddled. It was, it was um, it was perfect. It was lovely. No theme, but the theme was a holy mouth. Holy mouth. Holy mouth. That would have been a good theme. <laughs> oh, there's a smile. I should say. Speaking of holy mouths, oh, I'm just kidding. Um, say thanks to our next sponsor, which is Beta Brand. For the busy women out there who want to look polished and put together, but don't have time to deal with uncomfortable clothing. That's you. Meet Beta Brand. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are designed with the fit and flexibility of yoga pants, but they look like professional dress pants. Sneaky. Okay. They're so amazingly soft and stretchy and absolutely effortless. Just throw a pair on and a cute top and you'll be set with style and comfort for your workday. There are tons of different styles to choose from, like straight legs, skinny, cropped, bootleg, and more. They have lots of fun colors and classic black, and they even come in denim styles. I personally like the dress pant yoga pant that was like the simple black with the pockets. Got to have the pockets. They look good. Great. I can't wait till I can fit into them again (laughs) (laughs) Um, because it's been a while, but I will go straight back to them once this bump is pretty stretchy. I got a big bump, lovey. I got a big bump, but they're very cozy and they look so professional. It looks like I actually cared and put on pants for the day when really I'm just wearing stretchy, comfy yogi, yogi pants, yoga pants. Maybe they should change it to yogi pants. I like like that. Beta Brands dress pant yoga pants are perfect for whatever you need to get done that day. Whether you're sitting at a desk for eight hours, working with kids and bending and kneeling all day, or maybe you're a photographer. You need to squat to get that perfect shot. Very specific. I know. I know. Whatever the case, you're going to look good and feel great doing it. These pants are made of wrinkle resistant, stretch knit fabric. So they look good all day and they even travel well. Plus they're machine washable and they don't need to be ironed. And the best part and my favorite part, we all know, is that they have pockets. Oh, yeah. We're talking comfort and function. We don't have those fake pockets in these pants. Heck no. These are actual pockets that can hold your stuff. Did you write this? Did you create this? This sounds sounds like like something I would have created. It's pretty smart. 
There are new colors, patterns, and styles that are coming out all the time, so be sure to keep an eye out for limited time new releases because they sell out really fast. And while you're there, make sure to check out Beta Brand's ultra-flattering tops, skirts, dresses, and more. The dress pant yoga pants are just the tip of the iceberg. Right now, our listeners can get 30% off their Beta Brand orders when you go to betabrand.com slash relax. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash relax for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use our special URL, you're supporting our show. So go do it. Find out why women are ditching typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com slash relax for 30% 30% is a lot. I know, right? It's very generous of them. It's pretty good. It's really good, good. That's a good deal. I agree. Um, so, yeah, I just, uh, going back to birthdays. Let's talk, I could talk That's, about birthdays. I think that me. is uh, the theme. It has turned into of the this theme. episode. Originally, I thought it would be your holy mouth and your surgery. <laughs> That's a good episode title. <laughs> Eric's holy mouth, mm-hmm. um, you know, and your recovery. But part of your recovery was your birthday and yep. um, how miserable that was how for magic- you. I thought you could say magical. Magical and miserable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you ate baby food for all your meals. I did. I have, I have been subsisting off of our, our son's food mm-hmm. for a week. Tonight, though, we got Pretty some good. gourmet sides. I, I found a nice steakhouse and I got some gourmet mashed potatoes and yeah. sweet potato mash and cream spinach. Lots of and mash. Everything's tonight. mashed. But I wanted to say that I've been thinking a lot about my birthday from last year. And okay. You found such an amazing place for my birthday last year. And I was thinking oh, about right. it. And I think it's one of my favorite birthdays I've ever had. Oh, that's so cool to hear. We went to this cool, like weird house, like in the middle of nowhere, kind of. And it was like yeah, just was an like alpaca a, farm. It was like a ranch homestead kind of Airbnb mm-hmm. on top of a mountain. Mm-hmm. And my whole family came. In Southern California, like in the. Yeah, and it was national and it forest. Was cold. It was like nice because it was like cold. We were wearing jackets. Right. Yeah. And I got to sit around the fire and just be together as a family, and it was so. It was just so fun. Like I, and I think it was because last year was last year, and I. I mean, we very much stayed in our house and never went anywhere, never did anything. Is that like the first time your whole family was able to get together, like during. No, it wasn't the first time, but it was definitely the first time we got to go do something fun. Like, I mean, I, we weren't even going to the grocery store. Like we were doing nothing. Right. And so, and I, it was making me very anxious and depressed. And, um, it was just, I think it was just going out and being in a different place and getting fresh air and seeing cool animals. And I just, it was so wonderful. I keep thinking about it. I'm like, I, do I want to go back there? Like it was so wonderful. I loved it so much. Um, but I wanted to clarify something before we sign off today. Um, first yeah. of all, I wanted to say that to kind of hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Is that what Maybe you want? we should look into that. Okay. I don't know. I'm pretty pregnant. I don't know how much I would enjoy it this round. I'm also kind of uh, nervous <laughs> given the current situation, like to be anywhere, but our house, anywhere isolated and not cl- close to I know, it's, our doctor. It's kind of a mess. Hospital. Um, but I did love it and it wasn't too far. But anyway, um, I wanted to clarify something because I feel like there might be some misconceptions when I say like, oh, I love a theme and I throw huge themed parties and my parents threw huge themed parties. These are not like what you see now on the Instagram, like moms, like with all like the amazing balloon arches and like catered food. And I've seen a balloon arch in this house. 
that we blew up and did ourselves. Oh, right. Yes. Like I've, I've never, these parties that I throw for people and my, my mom threw for me were, we had a budget of like $50, you know, like. I feel like that can go far in a party city. Oh yeah. For like a dollar Not store. Not a party city. I hope they want to sponsor me someday. So I'll, we'll retract this statement. Very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Very expensive. Yeah. Party city is like shockingly expensive. Dollar store. Yeah, dollar store. I feel like they would. Mm-hmm. And also, my dad is an artist, so he would make stuff out of cardboard. Like we go behind grocery stores and find refrigerator boxes, big cardboard boxes. He does that. And yeah, we'd cut them up. Your and, brother now does mm-hmm. that. You do that. Like you're creative yeah. in that way. And so we'll like cut up cardboard boxes and turn them into anything, and paint them. And so like I grew up with that was our decorations was like cardboard boxes from the trash from behind the grocery store. I knew and this. I assumed this. But yeah, I know, but might, I feel like I need to clarify think, just because now when you say like, Oh, we're having an extravagant birthday party. You think like they're picturing like a Kardashian child's like, yeah. Like I party. feel like that's like the thing now. Like when mm. I, I felt like pressured with Flynn's first birthday to like hire people and things. And to so do like some big thing. Yeah. Because that's what everyone does now. Like these, all these parties well, are we like so, so ridiculously excited about him. And it was his first birthday. Yeah. So we hired, a uh, hot dog cart. <laughs> best best decision we've ever made. I don't know that. Oh, and I had like a a dog shelter bring dog. He had a dog themed party. Bring like puppies and for people like to play with and adopt. Thing. Oh yeah, there's like a build a bear, but it was dogs. Yeah, that's like a lot of stuff. We I mean, were dressed as dogs. We were dressed as dogs. I didn't do like a lot of like. I didn't pay for decorations. That stuff is so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can make it out of a cardboard box I found in the trash. Yeah, you know, that's kind of my my thought. He's like, I could spend thousands of dollars to make this look really Instagram pretty. You got a or cake that looked like a cat. I could get that was expensive. Yeah, I bet it was. That was really expensive. It looked like Gus, right? It looked like Gus. I didn't think it was going to be that expensive. And the first cut of the cake was like right into his head. I remember. Love. It, it was really expensive. I was like, drop it. <gasps> How much was that cake? I think it was like three hundred dollars. Whoa, for a cake? I know. Oh I never got so much for as, a one-year-old. I never got so much as Fudgy the Whale like my whole life. We always got the box cake that's like a dollar with the frosting that's a dollar. Like the Ralph's cake. And it tastes the best. That yeah, is the best. And like, yeah, but I didn't think it was going to be that expensive. I, I was like, Corey goes take a picture to this like bakery that I love and just be like, can you make this cat cake? And they're like, yeah. And then he went to pick it up and he came home. He's like, Colleen. Who made it? That was really expensive. I don't want to out them. I don't want to say who. The they great, did a great job. The great British they did a great baking show. And they deserve their money for their hard work. That was my fault for not checking it, ahead of time. It was, as far as I'm concerned, it was art. It, it was beautiful. Yeah. But like, I've never spent that much money on food before. I was like, this is for a one-year-old's birthday cake that he's just going to smash his hands into. So, you know, I don't, I just don't want people thinking that like my great. parents were I remember out it. there. I don't remember a lot of cakes in my life. I remember that cake. That cake was weird. It's Flynn liked it, I think. I don't know. He was one. He couldn't even walk, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that. So no one thought I'm like, not that it matters, but like spending twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 on these birthday parties. I spend like a eh, hundred tops and I make a lot of stuff out of trash. Yeah. Plus we have like cabinets in our house that are just filled with like the residual like mm-hmm. stuff streamers. Oh, you need a Hawaiian birthday party. I got, I got 30 lays. Yeah, you do. And like tiki torches and if you need a Disneyland themed birthday, I've got the backdrop of the the castle at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You need a, if you need a dog themed party, we got tons of dog balloons. Yeah, we still have all the all the stuff. I save it all because I'm like, I might need this. I yeah, threw- it always works it, its way into another. Yeah, and if party. it doesn't work into a themed party, 
it will work its way into one of my shows. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use it as a prop. They, well, they, kind, of, they kind of work for both. Yes. Um, so anyway, if you guys need someone to plan a birthday party for you for, uh, with under $50. You got time on your hands. That could be a side gig. me. Yeah. I will crush it. And... I, it will be my life for a week. I feel like uh, in another life, like you as a party planner. Oh, I would event be a coordinator. horrible party planner. <laughs> love. I would be because I would be like, they'd be like, I want this. And I'd be like, nah, you can get that in the trash <laughs> at Ralph's. I'll go get it. Right. Like I, I would be horrible because I would just want to like cut corners and like make it as cheap as possible. And I wouldn't want to. Maybe that's a reality show. Parties on a budget. It sounds like something that would be on TLC. Also, in my mind, I'm always like, this is going to look incredible. And then it always looks kind of dinky. But like in my mind, I'm like, I can do this myself. You do dinky very well. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> you do dinky well. Okay, we're going to go to Good bed. Dinky we're love. tired. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And thanks to our sponsors. And thanks to Chris. And thanks to TJ. And thanks to myself. And, yeah. and thanks to your, your doctors for ripping out your teeth. You need to stop making me smile now. It hurts. I can't help it. okay bye guys you can relax colleen and eric have a podcast the world is scary and we're locked in our home but now we have big microphones so you can relax that's the name of our podcast